Thanks for listening to the Mark Aram Show podcast. Thanks for Xfinity for sponsoring said podcast. A couple of things in life I don't skimp on. Toilet paper, razor blades, seafood. I want the best of the best when it comes to all three. And internet. That's why I use Xfinity Internet. And it's the amazing 10G network. The 10G network from Xfinity. The future starts now. Smarter, more consistent, and a secure network. And it only gets better. Jump on board the Xfinity 10G network online. Just go to Xfinity.com. Hey, folks, it's Mark Aram. I hope you're enjoying the Mark Aram Show podcast. A reminder, you can hear this very radio show live Monday through Friday. We're live 6 to 8 p.m. Monday through Friday on 95.5 WSB Atlanta's News and Talk. Hey, happy Monday, everybody. Hope you had a great weekend. Mark Aram with you for the next two hours with uh, one eye on the game, one eye on the prize. The game, of course, the Braves Division Series, uh, end of seven innings. Braves leading the Cardinals 4-3. to three. If and when the Braves win, we'll go live to St. Louis with Jay Black. Sandra Parrish is up at the Battery outside of SunTrust Park. Go Braves, go Braves. We are going to do a movie Monday tonight. Johnny Kilbasa will join us with a fast food review. But as we do every Monday to kick off the show... We play Millennial Match Game. Let's play Millennial Match Game. Joining us live in studio, a first-time contestant on Millennial Match Game. It is Cy. Cy, welcome to the show. How are you, sir? What's going on, Mark? Tell the folks a little about yourself, Cy. What's up? I um, make TV shows, actually, for um, our parent company, Cox, Cox Media Group. Mm-hmm. And then I also am a podcaster. Um, it's called The Future Bachelor. Um, oh, nice. Yeah, we do a weekly podcast um, with my co-host, Veronica. She also works uh, in the company as well. Excellent. And, um, yeah, we talk about pop culture and bachelor recaps and stuff like that. So, and how old are you, Cy? I am uh, thirty-one. All right, so you're a, you're an older millennial. I'm, I'm a little older. A so. cusper. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> the first question I have for you is: If you make TV shows for the company, wh- where's the Mark Aram show? What the hell's going on, my I've friend? I've been working on it for a while, All man. Right. Um, I'm gonna let them know you're a big fan of Rihanna. I like that intro music. Yes, you had absolutely. There, we'll, we'll we'll talk after the show. Excellent. All we'll right. So, Cy, uh, <laughs> is his first time playing. Thirty-one-year-old millennial seems to be on top of his game. We shall see today, Cy. I'm gonna give you a little prep before. Before we meet our contestants, uh, today's match game theme are famous TV and movie automobiles. Oh, wow. Okay. So you can start thinking about famous TV and movie automobiles. Let's meet our contestants on the line. We'll start off with uh, Craig and Alpharetta. Craigers, welcome to the show. How are you, sir? Doing well, thanks. Tell us a little bit about yourself, Craig. I'm 50 years old, 22-year resident of Atlanta. And one hell of a model American. There you go. You're a great American, my friend. You're going to be playing with a great American that I know personally, Dave in Kennesaw. Dave, where you been, buddy? Preach, brother. Welks, man. Sorry to be away for so long. Everything all right with you? Yeah, you know, just living la vida loca and catching you when I can. I I still listen. I just don't have opportunity to call. Understood. So Dave's one of our longtime listeners back when we were on 10 to midnight. He was a a feature of the Mark Aram Show. Good to have you back, Dave. Uh, That's all I needed. The folks need to know you're friends with me. That's all they need to know. Uh, All right, here we go. Uh, Match game, famous TV, movies, and automobiles. I am going to say a famous TV or movie automobile, and then you guys have to guess whether or not Millennial Psy will know what it's from. You got it? Pretty simple. Yes, sir. All right, here we go. First up, Craig, we'll go alphabetical order. The famous TV or movie automobile is the Mystery Machine. The Mystery Machine. Will Millennial Psy know what TV or movie uh, that is from? The Mystery Machine. I'm going to say no. I say no, too. That's a tough one. Psy, The Mystery Machine. What TV show or movie is that from? Oh, wow. Um, I'm going to have to go with uh, a cartoon that I grew up watching called Scooby-Doo. Oh, my God. You got it right. 
I grew up watching Scooby-Doo, but I wouldn't have gotten that. Oh, that was the wrong one. I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, I don't have the clip for that. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's all good. There you go. So I'm going to skip that one that I just played. All right, so Craig, no point for you. I would have gotten that one wrong, too. Uh, Dave, here we go. The famous TV and movie automobile is named Eleanor. Eleanor will sigh know what TV or movie show the car or vehicle's name was Eleanor. No. You say no. I say no as well. Cy Eleanor. What TV or movie is Eleanor from? Uh, I would have to... This is a guess. I don't know. Dukes of Hazard. Ladies and gentlemen, my great pleasure to present... <laughs> Gone in 60 seconds. Oh, no. Gone in 60. I wouldn't have gotten that one either. Man. I watched the first one of those, and I was done. Nick Cage? Yeah. A very famous car. I understand, but the, how many have they made? Oh, no, Fast and the Furious I'm thinking about, Yeah, you're too. thinking of the wrong one. Yeah. I didn't, I've never seen I got Gone in 60 seconds. He would lose All this right. game, huh? Dave, I would, I'd be losing this game. Dave gets the point. All right, here we go. Uh, the famous TV or movie automobile is the DeLorean DMC-12. DeLorean DMC-12, what famous TV or movie automobile is that from? Will Cy the Millennial know the DeLorean DMC-12? I think he's pretty sharp. He's going to know this one. I think so, too. Yes. DeLorean, I could just say DeLorean. You'd probably know what it is, right? Well, I did mention yeah. my podcast earlier, and um, it's called Future Bachelor. Yes. It was actually named after my favorite movie called Back to the Future. Oh, so. no kidding? <laughs> yeah. All right, you they got call it right. me the Brown Marty McFly. So. Back to the Future. You <laughs> it's a time machine. Out of a DeLorean. Good job. All right, Craig gets the point. Dave, you're up. The famous TV or movie automobile, simply named Kit. Kit. Will Millennial side know what TV or movie had the famous automobile Kit? Side, since you're 31, I'm going to take a chance, and I'm going to say you will know this. I think so, too. It's a, that's a pretty famous automobile right there. Side, the automobile's name is Kit. What are we talking about? Do you know? Are we talking about... Uh, What's the is David Hasselhoff, right? Nah, uh, nah. It's in the ballpark. Mr. Feeney. Yeah. Um, Mr. Feeney. What is this? <laughs> no, it's a uh, Night Rider. Yes. 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 <laughs> Good job, Davis. So you pulled that one out. I probably would have, just the fact that you knew Hasselhoff. Thank you. We, the judges would have given you that. <laughs> but yeah. It. This is still one of the un, very underrated TV shows. Right. Oh, yeah. Back to round two, Millennial Match Game, brought to you by Rocco's European Garage. Deb Green, what's the score? We got Craig at one and Dave at two, and it's Craig's turn. Craig is uh, up. It's the famous TV movie automobiles edition of Millennial Match Game with Millennial Psy in studio. 31 years young. He's already accomplished more in his life than me, Longo, and Chuck put together. Go, go on. All right, here we go. Uh, Craig is up. The famous TV or movie automobile is called the Ecto-1. The Ecto-1. Well, Millennial Psy, what no famous TV or movie show the Ecto-1 is from? I'm going to say yes. Wow, all right. I would have said no on this, but listen, Psy's proven his uh, mustard so far. The Ecto-1, Psy, what TV or movie show is the Ecto-1 in? Well, this one doesn't take 1.21 gigawatts, but it might take some plasma. Um, it's from Ghostbusters. Wow. This is crazy. <laughs> I'm not even good with automobiles. And shocks and uh, brakes break Remember, it was the old uh, ambulance that Dan Aykroyd overpaid for. Now, Sai, you work for the same company as Deb and, and myself. Yes. Did you hack into Deb's email to get all these answers? <laughs> no. I, I'm a pop culture fiend, and I'm, wow. I'm from, born in the 80s, so Killing these are my it. movies. All right, here we go. Dan. Uh, Dave's up. Dave, the famous TV or movie automobile we're talking about right now is Lightning McQueen. Lightning McQueen. 
Will Millennial Sai know what famous TV or movie show Lightning McQueen is from? No way. No way in hell, says Dave. Lightning McQueen, Cy. Um, Lightning McQueen. I'm going to have to go, this is a guess, Grease. <laughs> That's a hell of a guess, though. <laughs> no, it's Cars. Oh. Lightning McQueen. Yes. I've never seen Cars. I know. I'm, I'm not, not a cartoon guy. Either. All those Pixar movies, I've never seen any of them. I'm with Fantastic. you, brother. It, was it good though? Yes. It was good. All right. I mean, I've heard of it. All right. Uh, Dave gets the point right because he said no. Uh, here we go, Jim. Uh, I'm not sure how to pronounce this. Craig is up. Millennial Match Game Edition: A famous TV and movie automobile. Just like it's spelled. All right. The uh, famous. So if I don't know it, that should give you a hint, Craig. Uh, the ca- the car, the automobile is called. Drug you law. Oh, I get it. Drug you law. Drug you law. Will uh, in, uh, millennial Psy know what TV or movie show had an automobile named Drug you law? I'm gonna go no on this. Yeah, I don't know either. I, man, I kind of butchered the pronunciation. Psy, Drug you law. I'm gonna go with Scarface. No, that was a good one. <laughs> I don't know. It was uh, it was the Munsters. Oh. Another great show and another great intro. That was the name of their car. It was Grandpa's car. The Drug you law. I watched this growing up, too. That was a good show. All right, so uh, Craig gets the point. Uh, Dave is back up on the famous... I just want to hear the noise. All right, here we go. Uh, Famous TV and movie automobiles, match game. Dave, the famous automobile is simply titled The General Lee. The General Lee. Well, Millennial Psy, no TV or movie, had the automobile The General Lee. Oh, yes. He'll know it. He knows. Dave confidently says, Sai, you'll know this. The General Lee, my friend. Is that Dukes of Hazard? That is Dukes of Hazard, yeah. buddy. Bam. There we go, bro. Just a good old boy. Who recorded this, Dave? You're a music person. Do is this Waylon Jennings? No kidding. Yeah. Now, is this point in his career in the 80s? Did, they, did he do it for free for the publicity, or is he still big then? He was still pretty big at the yeah. time, but I think he was just into the project. So this wasn't a song that he already recorded. No, he did it for the TV show. That's pretty good. Chuck's tapping his foot, his cowboy boots over there. All right, good job. Uh, who's up now, Deb? I'm sorry. I was, I was lost turn? in the, I was lost in the <laughs> song. Turn. All right, Craig is up. Millennial Match Game, famous TV and movie automobiles. Uh, the automobile is called the Bumblebee. The Bumblebee. What do you think, Craig? Will Millennial Psy know what TV or movie starred an automobile called the Bumblebee? Mm. I'm going to go with no. No, either. Uh, I would have gone no as well. Bumblebee, uh, Millennial Psy, 31 years young, strapping young lad. He's been crushing the game so far, but the Bumblebee... What TV or movie show is that from? Uh, this one could be a trick question because they just came out with a movie called Bumblebee, I think. Yeah. Um, but it's originally from Transformers. Oh, my goodness. Good job. That's... Can you hear that? Here we go. I never saw that show. I never watched really? that show. Yeah. The cartoon? Yeah. No, it came out like a little, just a little too late for me. I was not in that time frame. So how do you know about that? Uh, they had mo- movies come out. Oh, yeah, movies? movies aren't that old. Right? Yeah. All right. Uh, Mark Wahlberg. Marky Walt, Marky Mark. <laughs> All right, one more before we go to break. Uh, match game, famous TV, movies, and automobiles. Who's up, Deb Green? It's Dave's turn. Dave, here we go. Light Cycle is the name of the famous automobile. Light Cycle. Well, Millennial Psy, know what TV or movie that is from. Light Cycle. 
I'm sorry, Cy, but I'm going to have to say no on this I'm one. I'm saying no as well. Light cycle, Cy. I'm right there with you, man. I don't know. Yeah, that's <laughs> that's Tron. Oh, Tron. Yep. I love the original Tron. I now wouldn't have gotten that one right. That's probably why you didn't watch Transformers. Exactly right. <laughs> All right, Dave gets the point and a Millennial Match game round two. What's the score, Deb Green? Craig at three, Dave at five. All right, uh, we got a final round of Millennial Matching coming up. Uh, brought to you, as always, by Rocco's European Garage. Famous TV and movie automobiles edition of the Mark Aram Show. Millennial Match Game on 95.5 WSB. Final segment of Millennial Match Game brought to you by Rocco's European Garage. Deb Green, what's the score and who's up, my we friend? We got Craig at three, Dave at five, and it is Craig's turn. All right, Craig, you need this one to stay in the game. Famous TV and movie automobile edition of Millennial Match Game. Millennial Psy has been killing it so far. <laughs> uh, Herbie, the name of the famous automobile is Herbie. Will Millennial Psy know what TV or movie show Herbie is from? He's known them all so far just about. I'm going to go with yes. He says yes. Herbie. Okay. I, I knew this one was coming. <laughs> but the only problem is that the movie's not called Herbie. Yeah. It's, um... Herbie. Ba-bum-bum. Ba-bum-bum. Herbie. What is Herbie? Ba-bum-bum. <laughs> Punchbug? Well, he is, a, well he, is a, he is a punch bug, right? Herbie. I'm going to give it to you. The love loaded. bug. The love, love bug. That's yes. it. Oh, that, oh. When in doubt, remember, that's what Longoria's wife calls him. Oh. The love bug. <laughs> yeah, my little love bug. <laughs> All right, Dave, Dave, you need this Thank one you. to win it. The uh, famous car is called the Blues Mobile. The Blues Mobile. Well, Millennial Psy, know what that's from. All right, Psy, I'm taking a chance on you because this is a classic. So I'm going to say that you'll know this. Real quick, Psy. Well, I mean, you mentioned Dan Aykroyd before, and if, if you know that one, you got to know Blues Brothers. Blues Brothers, right. Uh, Dave is the victorious, but we got prize for both of them, Deb Green. What did they win? Yeah, we do. You're both going to go check out uh, the Atlanta movie tour. Is a walking tour or a bus tour? It's your choice. Millennial Cy, thanks for coming and give the folks a shout-out for your social media stuff. Yeah, check me out on uh, Instagram for that fly kid and uh, the future bachelor and listen to us each week. Find us anywhere you listen to podcasts. Good so, job, Cy. Uh, we'll be right back on the Mark Aram Show. Hey, this is Tom Glavin, and you're listening to the Mark Aram Show. For a second. Thanks, Tommy G. Tommy G, uh, probably in St. Louis watching the Braves right now. Our Jay Black certainly is. It's a tie ball game 4-4 in the top of the ninth. As soon as that game goes final, we'll bring you the results. Jay Black's live in St. Louis, so we'll hear from him. Sandra Parrish is up at the Battery, parting with Braves fans, watching the game on the big screen there. Uh, very cool stuff in the National League Division Series. Braves win today. They will win the series. And if they win, Longoria, this is this is big yeah. for you. Mm-hmm. Um, Doug Turnbull is going to host a little Braves talk at 8 p.m. He is, yeah. So another reason to root for the Braves. And i got to stay here till 9. Right, yeah. Yeah, for me. Start the show for Longoria. Right, uh, before great. we get back to the program, i got some breaking news from the WSB family. Is this is fantastic. You ready, guys? Yep. Congrats to new granddaddy... Hmm. Clark Howard. Clark oh, Howard really? becomes a grandfather for the first wow. time. His daughter had a baby boy, and they named it... Mark Aram. I wish. Clark. They named really? It Clark? Clark. Yeah. Wow, that's cool. I think. That might be just be an internet oh, rumor. Okay. I'm not sure about the name, but I know I just right. I just texted Clark, congratulations. So, yeah. Cool. Clark Howard. Imagine... All right, so you know, like, normal grandparents. Like, your your parents, Chuck, and your, your wife's parents... Absolutely spoil your 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 daughter, right? I mean, just yes. at whatever your dad brings fresh bear skins from Montana <laughs> yes. when he comes to visit. Uh, Stay warm. Brings him, I don't know what else, snowshoes from Montana. Yeah. I don't and like whatever Montana trip. I mean, they just spoil your daughter, right? Yes. Like incredible. Can you imagine what how 
bad Clark Howard is going to spoil his granddaughter? You think he's going to add it up first before he spoils? Well, I mean, he's good. Whatever he does, he's going to buy a Costco to spoil her. But sure. they're going to go to the dollar store to buy it. Yeah, but I mean, God, he's going to buy a dollar store. Well, no, he. I mean, listen, Clark's the most generous guy I know, and when it comes to you know generosity, he's he's not a cheapskate. And oh, he's going to. Oh yeah, he is going to just spoil that girl rotten. Do, do your uh, in laws and your mom spoil your girls? On my board? mom spoils her more than uh, my mother in law. Really? Yeah. Well, it's because your mother in law is there. All yeah, the time. she's there. But my mom, yeah, spoils. Give me an example of, of how you how she spoils your daughter. Whatever, dude. If they ask for something, it doesn't matter if we've told her don't give it to them. Though she's going to buy it. Candy, rum, clothes, anything. <laughs> it doesn't Vodka. matter. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, any toys, it doesn't matter. Whatever it is. whatever. If she called her and said, I want this, it, she's getting it. Yeah. I, uh, she yeah. didn't do that for me. But, I got, <laughs> but you know what? So I grew up in a different era. I think we all did. But when I was a kid, the spoiling my, my grandparents did would be laughable by today's standards, right? So yeah. when I'd go visit my – so my, my dad's parents lived in Far Rockaway, New York, and in an apartment building. So I would go visit them. And spoiling me – then, like, my mom would be like, oh, you're spoiling me, was, was giving me green jello for dessert. Like, that was what my mom considered <laughs> spoiling me. I got to raid the uh, Werther's Original. Uh, yeah, exactly. I, 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 I would get I to, Werther's I would original. eye that, and my grandpa would be like, yeah, you can have one. The ultimate old yep. person candy. I Werther's still love original. Werther's. Yeah, but, like, my, my, my grandparents didn't spoil me. They didn't buy me uh, toys or, uh, cl- you know, uh, Atari. No, my grandmother gave me green jello. And that was my mom. Oh, you're spoiling him. He's going to want green jello at home. The hell? It's, it's green jello. Did she make it or did she go buy it? Oh, my grandma made everything. Okay. Yeah. So it's okay to make jello? Well, in 1978, <laughs> they, didn't, they, they didn't have it already ready made. You had to make the, the, make the green jello. But that was, you know, back in my day, that was being spoiled. And I'd come home. That's a lot I'd different like, now. Grandma gave me green jello. My mom's like, you're not getting green jello. <laughs> That's so funny. I know. You're gonna have the red Jello, and you're gonna be happy. I don't know if this green Jello was like more expensive or whatever, but that was the Jello is the worst. Yeah, it is. Well, as a six year old kid, it was new. Like all I'd grown up that's with. Probably was, why she gave it to you because she didn't want it, and she was ah, like, yeah, oh. it's like, it was just she got like, a variety pack. About it, yeah, I had all these it. green ones left. She called my, you my dead grandmother under the bus. <laughs> she was cleaning out the closet. Yeah, like, oh, the, the green Jello is about to go bad. Give it, it used to, to be red, but now it's green. Give it to Aram. <laughs> give him the green. Uh, Russ joins us in Gainesville. Russ, come here a minute. I want to talk. What's going on, my friend? You must have had an amazing weekend. The temperatures were low. The women were out. I I did something like I've never done in my life. Oh, is it safe for radio? The greatest thing that's ever happened to me. Safe for radio, Russ? Yeah, it's okay. All right. Remember that girl, Candy? She's the new girl. They all blend together, Russ. Where did you meet Candy? I met her on the square. Oh, know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, on the bench. Yeah. So anyways, she calls me Friday and says, come get me. And then when she gets in the car, she goes, Sabrina wants to know if she can go with us and stay with you, too. And I said, who's Sabrina? She goes, my twin sister. O-M-G. Twins, Max. Twins. identical twin sisters living with By me. the way, hold on a second, Russ. So uh, Longoria just referenced the, uh, a line from Annie Hall, the famous Woody Allen movie. Yeah. Do you know, all right, like, it's a famous line. Oh, yeah. Twins, Max. Do you remember how old he said they were? 
Yeah, I, I kind of... In the movie? Were, they were young. Yeah, like 16. He goes, 16-year-old yeah. twins, Max. Twins. Do you, do you understand the mathematical possibilities? Yes. <laughs> like, that's creepy AF. Yeah. Well, back then it wasn't. I don't know. It still might have been. It should have been. All right, this, this is a cliffhanger. Russ, hang tight. Russ had twins this weekend. We'll come back and get the rest of the story after this. Uh, 404-872-0750. 1-800-WSB-TALK. On Twitter and Instagram, at Mark Aram. We go to the bottom of the ninth. Tied up 4-4. Braves and Cardinals. This is the Mark Aram Show. Still to come on the program, we got a little uh, movie Monday action. Johnny Kilbasa with a football minute. Great news weather-wise, though. 77 degrees on Peachtree Street. A uh, We'll call this a three on the uh, Mark Aram Show back sweat meter, Deb Green. I know you keep records of this for the uh, historical purposes of the show, so it's only a three. Yeah, today. you know, since the records were keeping. Yeah, yeah, exactly right. All right, so when we last talked to Russ in Gainesville, he mentioned twins. Let's go back to Russell right now. All right, Russell, finish up. You, uh, Candy and her sister, what's going on now? Sabrina. Sabrina and Candy. Well, they are identical. I mean, same haircut, everything. It's yes. like you can't tell them apart except from the clothes they're wearing. And it's just it's unbelievable. I've never had this before. I don't know. When you say I've never had this before, what exactly is going on? What's the situation? Well, I, I, well, I guess I've never, um, I've never been with twin girls before. And they told me this is the first time they've ever been with the same guy. Wow. So Russ just living his best life, my friend. Uh, why are we not living in Gainesville? Why are we not living in Gainesville, Longoria? I have no idea. Apparently, it's a hotbed of uh, social activity. Not well, yet. twins. Russ, I, I'm going to say that I'm going to say don't screw it up, but I, you know, well, come on now. As, as history has <laughs> shown, you know, the, the, we're going a max of eight days with uh, with this pair yeah, of twins. Yeah, I'm not good. I'm good at picking up girls, but not good at keeping yeah. them. So that's we'll, well see what you know, we'll work on that. We that'll be your New Year's resolution. Okay. All right, Russ. Good to hear from you, buddy. Thank you. All right. Uh, 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK. Deb has this look of just... Uh, disgust? Well, not disgust. <laughs> disbelief, maybe. It's like sometimes. He I sent me know. a picture. Of the sidewalk chalk? Yeah, of sidewalk chalk. <laughs> not not two girls. How old are those girls? I don't know, Deb. You, I, I better not ask too many questions. <laughs> Rory's in Alpharetti. Rory, welcome to the Mark Aram Show. How are you, sir? I'm great. How are you, Mark? Excellent. What's going on, buddy? So tell Russ to watch out for the green jello because in our house that's more of a joke because of that uh, lady who killed her husband and her uh, boyfriend. What? What are you talking jello. about? As she that put was, antifreeze um, in. Oh, antifreeze. Your yeah, grandma was giving you antifreeze, antifreeze jello. Exactly right. Really? <laughs> oh, yeah. It was, uh, when was this? Lynn Turner or something like that. Oh, the local story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was, I didn't know yeah. it was green jello. Yeah. Yeah, it was green jello and they used uh she used antifreeze. Oh and man. actually the first the first person died. Yeah. And then she she married the next or she was dating the next guy and then he died. They exhumed the other body and found out that they had both died of uh poisoning from antifreeze. And One green of those jello guys was my but so that's, that's the joke friend. of green jello in our household. Oh, no kidding. <laughs> yeah. Well, I probably haven't had green jello since I was nine. But, uh, yeah, no, I don't think my grandma was trying to. Uh, <laughs> trying to <laughs> she did. She didn't trying do to it right. off me. That's. Yeah, she, wow. She didn't, she didn't do, she didn't do right. a good job. No, no. Listen, grandma loved me. <laughs> Maybe that's why your mom wouldn't give you green jello. She knew what was up. She was oh, like, oh, yeah. she's giving you antifreeze. I'm not giving you that. <laughs> You're not going to grandma's anymore. Yeah. Speaking of, I was just telling Maya this the other day. When I, so I would go, I, I grew up in Connecticut, and my, my grandparents lived in the city, New York, in, in Far Rockaway, in a, you know, one of those tall apartment buildings. And uh, I used to go there, I, I don't know, I was like four years old, and I'd go to the park with my, my grandfather, 
And I'd be walking in the street, and he'd be like, get out of the gutter, get out of the gutter. And I didn't know what the hell a gutter was. Like, that was just New York speak for the for the street. <laughs> okay. I'm like, what? And I'd go, I was crying. And my mom's like, what's the matter? He goes, I, I don't I'm like, I don't, Grandma told me to get out of the gutter. I don't know what the hell the gutter is. <laughs> but it was, you know, it was just like, that's, that's how it was said. Get out of the gutter. All right, I'm going to get out of the gutter when we come back after news, weather, and traffic. And we're going to do uh, Movie Monday. So, Deb Green, The Joker premiered, uh, I guess it opened this weekend, and it said some sort of, like, biggest October weekend in an odd-numbered year, you know, whatever. <laughs> okay. Like some sort of box office record. I have no desire to see that. But I, as a kid, The Joker and the Batman... T- TV series scared the crap out of me. The Sid Caesar one? I, I don't know if it was it at who was playing him. With was the old Sid, um, that's Adam That's the West? guy that scared you? I don't know. I mean, I remember, of, oh no, I'm thinking of the Penguin. The Penguin scared me. Oh, okay. Because he was just a weird looking dude. But anyway, not, forget my phobias as a child of the gutters and, and <laughs> sure. the Penguin. Yeah. Uh, the movie, ma- movie, movie Monday question tonight is, and it's very simple, we're going to do this one and done. The best movie villain of all time. In your opinion, who's the best movie villain of all time? 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK. On to Twitter and Instagram, at Mark Aram. What do you know? It's the Mark Aram Show. The Mark Aram Show is performed before a live studio audience. No, I'll run this town to be near you. the show and a good Monday Eve to you. Mark Aram here. You there at 7.07, seven minutes after 7 o'clock. This is the Mark Aram Show, heard Monday through Friday, 6 to 8 p.m. on 95.5 WSB, Atlanta's News and Talk. My whole family's here together. Deborah Green, the executive producer of the Mark Aram Show, even though she'll deny it in public. Longoria, (laughs) the stoic Eskimo on the other side of the takeout window. Low T. Chuck screens your calls. Playoff brace ball. We're going to the bottom of the 10th. It's tied up 4-4. Four to four. Atlanta Braves trying to win the National League Division Series in St. Louis. If that happens, Doug Turnbull's going to do a special hour Braves talk at 8, assuming the game ends before 8. I guess they'll, I guess whenever the game ends, if the Braves win, Doug will be on. So, Longoria, you could be here till midnight. Nope. Very cool. Um, real quick, before the Movie Monday question. <laughs> not happen. Uh, the Joker uh, debuted this Friday. was record-breaking box office thing. I am not going to the movie theater to see that. Uh, but in honor of the Joker, obviously a villain, the best... Uh, movie villain of all time, 404-872-0751-800, WSB Talk. Before we get to the calls, real quick weekend check. How was your weekend, Deb Green? Oh, it was fine. We had a little Oktoberfest and some Halloween decorating. I'm on concert hiatus. What does that mean? You're no concert? Uh, yeah, for a couple weeks. How come? Poor Because I, I went to like three festivals in a row, so I need a little break. All right. Longoria, how was your weekend? Shlongoria? Pretty good. Uh, just, you know, normal stuff, swim class, and then we went date night last night to the Fox. How old are you now? How old am I? 42. And and you're still taking swim classes. You still have no. Learned. I'm not. My daughter is. <laughs> it was a joke. Yeah, a joke. Chuck, how was your weekend, buddy? <laughs> <laughs> it was good. even though I need them. I probably really do need. Chuck them. Chuck learned how to swim years ago. I did yeah. learn how to swim. His years. dad threw him in the creek in yes. Montana, and it was either sink or right swim. In. And Chuck swam. Swam. Um, I, had, I had a good weekend. Thanks for asking. Oh yeah, um, no problem. I was. Uh, I went to the ramen fest. I saw that. Yeah, um, which is just like uh, ramen. Ramen. It was Ooh. at a West Side brewery. And so, like, there was, like, 20 restaurants 
that made their and they're they're not all ramen restaurants. So like Fox Brothers Barbecue made their own ramen. Oh, okay. And okay. General Muir, which is a, a Jewish restaurant, made their own ramen. And uh, my about the tickets, they, I don't know how much they were, but you go in and you can get like little cups of ramen. And folks that I say this to, they're like, "Why? What the hell? Why would you celebrate ramen? Ramen is not just what you eat in college. You know, the seventy nine cent thing. Ramen's an actual dish. It's like mac and cheese. Yeah, there's craft mac and cheese you get in a box, but you can also have lobster mac and cheese and, you know, like real good mac and cheese. So these are really good ramen. And you get a little cup like this, like a little soft serve ice cream cup of the noodles and the broth and however they wanted to do it. And, oh, my goodness. I bet you that was good. I was I was kind of jealous of that when I saw that. I was like, We'll go next year. I'll take all you guys next year, yeah. except for Deb, who probably doesn't eat Never ramen. Never eaten ramen in my life. Really? Not even in college. Not even the cheap stuff? Never. No. Not really? once. Nope. Do you like noodles in general? Yeah, I do. I just made it through college without having to eat ramen. Yeah. You're lucky. She was not food insecure. She was I wasn't, not. I was never hungry. <laughs> her pilot sent her blocks of Wisconsin cheese to <laughs> gnaw on. Um, but, yeah, it was a really good time. And I, those noodles fill up. They like, explode oh, in your yeah. stomach. But I was crushing. I had second and thirds on some of them. It was really nice. good. Um, and the bartender there was a fan of the show, Russ. So, oh, okay. uh, not Russ in Gainesville. No, no. Russ at the at the brewery. All right, Movie Monday, 404-872-0750, wsb talk Ellison, Alpharetta. Ellis, welcome to the Mark Aram Show. Hi, how are you? Excellent. What's going on? Well, I did see the Joker movie over the weekend. Um, do I don't want to say I'm a hero. Do you but recommend I, it? I did it for everybody. Um... No, I wanted it to be good so badly because I was very against all of the pushback against it, saying it was going to incite terrorism and nonsense. Um, so I really wanted it to be good, but it was just so angsty. You angsty, know, yeah. I fought with my mom too, but well, it no didn't spoilers. seem like enough. No spoilers, no spoilers here. <laughs> oh, uh, sorry. So, I mean, you can be our official movie critic. So, do we do we go see it or we wait to see it uh, on demand at home? <sighs> Well, like I said, I, I wanted to contribute to the box office because I didn't appreciate all the initial pushback. Yeah. But if you're looking for a good movie, I, I would wait. To be fair, I never go to the movies anymore. Like, I, I literally, I've been dating Maya for almost two years now. We've never gone to the movies together. We watch them at home. I used to love to go to the theater. Now yeah. it's just terrible. Yeah, I just, I don't Awful know. Awful place really? to be. I, it's, yes. I don't think it's terrible, Why? but there's it's, never. It's the people that are there that make it bad. It's not the movies, but it's everyone getting up and down in their phones and yeah, loud chewers. Yeah. yeah, loud chewers, yes. absolutely. What movie theaters are you going the to? The cheap ones. The cheap ones. Oh. The matinee. Um, I, I would go. I'm not opposed to going to the movies, but it's this just the state of movies today. There hasn't been a movie like, I got to go see that in the theater, right? There hasn't been a movie that I'm like dying to go see. Like if, if you ever it, just want to get out of the house? No, I worked. I work two jobs. I'm out of the house plenty. I like okay. to be home in bed with Bosco, Netflix and chill, which I now know is means something different. Four zero four eight seven two zero seven fifty one eight hundred WSB Talk. Dan's at Woodstock on a movie Monday. What's going on, Danny boy? Uh, just doing my job and talking to you on the phone, my man. Best villain in movie history. What do you have? Uh, for the modern era of murder. Movie history, Khan. Wrath of Khan? The Wrath of Khan and even the new, the remake, you know, the J.J. Abrams. Didn't the Fantasy was, Island guy, wasn't he Khan? The guy from Fantasy Island? The little guy? Yeah. No, not the little guy. <laughs> Ricardo Mr. Montalban. Mr. Rourke, yeah, Ricardo Montalban. Yeah. He was, I don't know. I, I, listen, I, I liked the Wrath of Khan, but I mean. Oh, it was great. He killed, he killed Spock, and then in the remake, 
He killed Kirk. Understood. But but watching that movie, I'm like, it's the guy from Fantasy Island. Like, I couldn't totally buy him as a villain. I'm like, oh, he's he's the Fantasy Island guy. Oh, yes, true. But he was Khan before he was the Fantasy Island guy. No. From the TV series. Oh, in the TV series. Okay. All right. I'll take that. Wrath of Khan, thinking outside the box. Lee's up next on the Mark Aram Show. Hello, Lee. Hey, how you doing, Mark? What's up, brother? Uh... I've got an unusual one. It's Grady from The Shining. Grady is the guy that convinced Jack Nicholson that he hated his oh, own family. Oh, no kidding. That was his name? That was his name, look Grady. That. I, I had to look it up. Right I knew who it was, my, but I had to look it up. My, uh, the favorite, my favorite part of that movie, my favorite character of that movie was uh, Scatman Crothers. No. Oh, I thought you were going to say the rabbit. <laughs> Scatman Crothers. I love that guy. Yeah. He was in uh, Twilight awesome. Zone, the movie, too, with the, the kick the can. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Fresh <laughs> young minds, fresh. I always wanted that drop. I couldn't. We can never locate it. Fresh. Yeah. By the way, I want to talk about this later. Deb Green, make a note. I binged watch Mind Hunter. Have you guys seen Mind Hunter on Netflix? No. Anybody? It keeps coming out, but I just haven't clicked on it yet. So I've heard it's good. There's two seasons. It got recommended to me in the first season. It's about uh, the the transformation of the FBI in the late seventies, from like Herbert Hoover to more of uh, analytical stuff like getting inside the mind of serial killers. The second season is all about the miss- Atlanta's missing and murdered in 1980. Oh, my God. I watched the whole thing Saturday night. All nine episodes. It's so good. I, would ch- I want to talk about that later because that Atlanta's missing and uh, murdered children's story, crazy stuff. Uh, Chef William joins us on the program. What's going on, Chef? Hey, how you doing? Just stuck in traffic like normal. My man, what's going on? Nothing. What, a movie that I really enjoyed the villain. It's actually Matthew The Braves just lost to the Cardinals in St. Louis. An extra inning sacrifice fly scores the winning run. Braves lose 5-4. to four. They'll be back at SunTrust Park on Wednesday for the deciding game five, which I would imagine, oh, I'm off Wednesday. Yeah. Jewish holiday. So we're not broadcasting. You you all might be broadcasting, broadcasting live either. from SunTrust Park. But uh, interesting thing here. So Max Fried, this is a Jew's nugget. Max Fried is Jewish. And if, like, Wednesday, if he has asked to pitch, I don't know if he would pitch or not. Yeah, what are the rules with that? Well, Sandy Koufax uh, famously refused to pitch in the World Series because mm-hmm. it was on Yom Kippur, the holiest of holies. Oh, is it like the biggest That's big? the big oh, one, okay. yeah. Like, mm-hmm. I, I don't... I don't eat, I don't drink, I don't do anything on, mm. on Yom Kippur. Max Fried, I wonder if he'll be there. Jews nugget, belated Jews nugget on that. All right, well, interesting. All right, so the Braves lost. I'm sorry. Shane's in Swanee. Shane, welcome to the Mark Aram Show. Hello, Mark. Hello, friendo. What's up, buddy? <laughs> well, the best villain of all time said that line, hello, friendo. It was Anton in No Country for Old Men. Oh, we flipped the coin. Spoiler alert! A spoiler alert! He won. The flip so the, the coin good guy, guy won in that movie. Well, no. Well, who are you saying was the good guy? 
Anton was the bad guy. He was the one that had the cow, the, the cow prod that he killed everybody yeah, yeah. with in the lucky quarter. He broke his arm at the end, but didn't the good guy die in that? The good guy died, and uh, Anton won. Yeah, the bad guy won. Yeah, the bad guy won. All right, I thought you said the good guy won. No, the yeah, he was. That was a scary uh, villain right there. Best TV or uh, best movie villain of all time. Uh, do you know who I liked? And he was he was the uh, protagonist, I think. In um, oh god, what's his name? Daniel Day Lewis, where he played the oil man. Like he was the villain, and there will be blood. There will be blood. Like he is great. He was that. both. That's he was the, my favorite movie. I, that's I've only bought one movie on iTunes, and that's it. So I have that. I bought it because I was on a flight that didn't have TV, so I downloaded it. There will be blood. Amazing movie. Uh, Tim's in Douglasville. Tim, welcome to the program. How's it going, everybody? What's up, brother? One of my first... Well, first of all, I agree with you with the movies. With a larger family, it's just so expensive nowadays. So with voodoo and everything, it's just easier to stay home. Yeah. Um, but with the thriller movie, and they made a lot of them, uh, but that was the first one for me was uh, the movie Saw with Jigsaw. I'm I'm such a non-horror movie guy. I've never had any desire to see Saw. See Saw. And it, it, Seesaw. Well, the first one is not as much of a horror film until the rest of them, kind of like Hollywood took over on the rest of them. The first one was more of a lower budget. It was more of like a mystery type of, it wasn't like graphic, graphic. Oh, horror okay. type of, it's more of a, and it, that's still one of my favorite ones. Interesting. All right. I'm going to see Saw eventually, just not today. Uh, Salmon is in, Salmon? Is that your name? No, it's Salmon. Oh, Salmon. Chuck, uh, is that, how do you spell it? It's T-H-A-L-M-U-S. All right. You got to forgive my southern vernacular. No, Look, that's fine. Um, Salmon in Jonesboro. <laughs> go ahead, brother. <laughs> um, I'm going to have to go with Freddy Krueger, man. Oh, the all-time classic villain. I'm going to have to go with Freddy because he controlled the show. You, you know, he got you in your dreams, so he controlled the show. Frederick Krueger. Freddy. Freddy. I think I think I only saw the first of the, Again, I, I'm, life's scary enough. I don't need to go out to the movies to be scared. There's enough things that frighten me in life. Then then I don't need the movies to scare me. Uh, best movie villain of all time in honor of the Joker opening this weekend. 404-872-0750-1800 WSB Talk. On Twitter and Instagram at Mark Aaron. Programming note, Longoria, even though the Braves lost, Doug Turnbull's going to do a little Braves talk at 8 p.m. Braves lose game four of the National League Division Series 5-4. to four. Game five back in Atlanta, SunTrust Park on Wednesday. We'll be right back. Movie Monday on the Mark Aram Show. Mark Aram on 95.5 WSB, Atlanta's News and Talk. Braves lose 5-4. to four. Boo, boo, boo. That's all right. Now we can just clinch at home. Division Series Game 5 here uh, at SunTrust Park. Doug Turnbull's going to do a little Braves talk at 8 p.m. Longoria's going to stay late for that. It's fantastic. Uh, movie Monday. It's not. Worst or uh, best movie villain of all time. Best movie villain of all time. 404-872-0750. Paul is in uh, Rock Mart or Raul. I can't tell Chuck spelling. You're either Paul or Raul. I'm going to flip a coin on this one. Raul. Hey, Raul. What's up, buddy? Um, I want to suggest uh, Jack Torrance, uh, played by Jack Nicholson in The Shining. So not uh, the guy that, that made The Shining, uh, made uh, Jack Nicholas go crazy, but actually Jack himself. Oh, yeah, Jack himself. Yeah, all right, that makes more sense. Uh, Ellen's in Tucker. Ellen, welcome to the program. Hey, Mark, how are you? Excellent, what's going on? 
Um, well, first of all, clear up something right about The Shining. The 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 movie was not what the actual vil, villain was. Jack Torrance had, had had alcohol problems, so it was all psychological. So nobody made him murder his family. It was all in his head. Yeah, and and so, also this is all fictitious. <laughs> just to, yeah, just yeah, to yeah. reiterate, this was not a true story. And lastly, my last name is Torrance. So. Oh, no kidding. <laughs> yeah. Like California? So I read that book when I was really, yeah, with an E, though, instead of an A. Oh, that's a, that's a cooler way to spell it. Okay. By far, mm-hmm. best movie villain of all time for going all the way through the history of movies was Robert Mitchum in The Night Hunter. Wow, that's going back. It's a black and white movie. He played a preacher who was searching for his, um, his these two young kids, and they hid away with this woman. And he used to have the love hate thing tattooed on his knuckles. If you haven't seen that movie, you have to see that movie because it was it, it still affects me to this day when I watch it. One of I my favorite movies out. of all Say, time. Give me the name again, Alan. The Night Hunter. The Night Hunter. By the way, am I the only cast member of the Mark Aram show that doesn't have a tattoo right now? Yes. I know you've got him, Shlongoria. Chuck's got yeah. the state of uh, Montana on his back. <laughs> that green, you're tattooed, right? You're tatted up. Yeah, six. Six of them, that's it? That's Slacker. I, Slacker. I, I do need some more. I, I have become the uh, minority when yep. it comes to the tattoo-wearing community. Yeah. Get on it. I'm good. <laughs> I'm good. It's actually a religious thing. I, I'm, I'm not allowed to get tattoos. Oh, okay. No, it's true. I, 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 I have a Jewish friend who ended up getting his grandfather's He's numbers on oh, him. Oh, the Holocaust as, numbers? Yeah, so that can't all be true. Way to bring the show down, Deb. <laughs> <laughs> all right, we're going to come back more with Movie Monday next on the Mark Aram Show. Hi, this is John McGinley. If you're listening to the Mark Aram Show, I celebrate Mark's entire catalog. to the show and a good Monday evening to you to 737 23 in front of 8 o'clock Mark Aram and the Bananas with you till 8 in the p.m. Monday through Friday on 95.5 WSB Atlanta's News and Talk Douglas Turnbull and pals will join you at 8 o'clock to talk about the Braves tough tough extra inning loss in uh, game four of the National League Division Series to the Cardinals Braves will be back home on Friday trying to win, win the series Wednesday at Sun Trust Park. Uh, it's Movie Monday tonight, Gab Green, and we're talking about movie villains because the Joker debuted over Friday, uh, over the weekend, and set some sort of weird box office record October weekend opening. So we're talking about the best movie villain of all time. I know you, uh, you have a wide breadth of knowledge when it comes to all things pop culture. Uh, any any suggestions? What do you think? My favorite movie of all time is Psycho, so I'd have to say Norman Bates. Oh, that's a classic. Longoria, the stoic one. Best movie villain of all time. The plane that went down in uh, La Bamba? <laughs> yeah, the plane that went down in La Bamba. All right. That's true. Uh, it was it's so funny. Evil. Someone tweeted evil out uh, it was over the weekend. It was really funny. Someone, they were on a plane and they were watching La Bamba. 
And they tweeted out to Lou Diamond Phillips, like, hey, Lou Diamond, check out what I'm watching on the plane ride to Dallas or whatever. And then he writes back and goes, probably not the best movie to watch while on a plane. <laughs> no, no, yeah, it's not. Too funny. Chuck, uh, the Montana man, the, uh, the, the uh, dude from Whitefish, Montana. Uh, Bruce Stern and the Cowboys with John Wayne. Ooh, all right. You guys are going old. I like it. Actually, Longoria actually didn't give us a uh, an answer, but uh, we'll stick with Labamba. Uh, so, worst, uh, best villain. I keep saying worst villain. I guess you have to be the worst to be the best. Best villain in movie history at four zero four eight seven two zero seven fifty. Greg joins us in Winder, Georgia. Greg, welcome to the show. Greg, you there, buddy? Everybody, clap Ooh, your nice. hands. Nice, Justin, on that. Good job, buddy. Everybody clap your hands. Uh, Ricky's in Alpharetta. Ricky, welcome to Movie Monday. How are you, sir? <laughs> How are you, Mark? Excellent. What's going on? Um, it, it would be um, Al Pacino's character, Tony Montana, and Scarface. That's well, Wasn't he supposed to be the good guy, though? <laughs> I mean, he was, he was a villain, but kind of like the you Daniel Day-Lewis they... character that I was talking about earlier. Both the uh, protagonist and the antagonist. Yeah, but he, I mean, he did some villainous stuff. Oh, yeah, no doubt, um, no doubt about it. I mean, you know, that scene from the uh, bathroom where they chained him up. Oh, and that was saw, just awful, yeah. In the, in the hotel? Like, I was like, oh, my God. The motel, excuse me, not even a hotel, a motel. Uh, yeah, 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 exactly. Uh, but, exactly. but he, I mean... We were, we were rooting for him, weren't we, in that movie? I mean, he was he was the guy we were rooting for. So I guess, I guess he was um, a villainous good guy or a bad. I don't know. I don't know how you'd phrase that. Speaking know. of Daniel Day-Lewis, another uh, bad guy, villain, uh, Bill the Butcher. That oh, was, I just watched that this weekend. Did you really? Yeah, it was on. That's yeah. a good movie. Despite Leonardo DiCaprio, that's a really good movie. Yeah, I mean, I like the movie. I, I, I'm not a huge Leo fan, but I thought that movie was pretty good. Josh is in Athens, the classic city. What's up, Josh? Uh, not much, man. Driving home. Worst, Actually, best movie uh, villain of all time. I have a three-way tie for him. One of them, I'm sure, has already been mentioned. Heath Ledger's Joker is the best Joker there is. I agree. I rest in peace, Heath Ledger. That was He was amazing in that. Um, then uh, John Malkovich as Cyrus the Virus in Con Air. Okay. Um, <laughs> and then um, Denzel Washington in Training Day. Yeah, that was really good. That's, I still think that might be his, that and Glory might be his two best performances of all time. We've done whole shows on Denzel. He was that. Uh, Training Day is one of my favorite movies of all time. It's a good movie. Uh, do you know what was a great thing this weekend, Longoria? What's that? My domination in fantasy football. Let's do Johnny Kilbasa in the football minute. <laughs> Wrapping up the weekend that was in the world of pigskin. He not only is your fast food guru, he is your football expert. He's Johnny Kilbasa with the football minute. All right, everybody, let's score a touchdown together, Atlanta. Week 5 of the NFL, bye, 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 week in college, pumpkin spice week in America, your Atlanta United FC finished the regular season with a win over New England, and next Saturday they'll play New England again in single elimination MLS playoff action, your downtown Panthers racks up 713 yards against our Kansas State, go down and see one of the games already, your Matty Ice is thrown for over 300 yards every week this year, but the Magic City Dirty Birds are 1-4, what's the problem, well, Deshaun Watson throwing for 426 yards and 5 TDs doesn't help your North Oconee Blue Dogs 
climbed old Rocky Top and found a moonshine. Still, the Boo Dogs still haven't found number one, and I reckon they never will. Your Midtown Ramblin' Wreck needs some new scientific calculators because their post-option story problems just aren't adding up. Mason Rudolph took a shot and paraded around in the helmet without a face mask. Changed his name to Mason Yukon Cornelius. Mark Aram's New York football giants came back down to earth and are currently holding open tryouts for a running back to feed into the New England meat grinder after a short week. So, and tonight, America's team proven down. Take the goal to the next on that. Falcons are legit dumpster fire right now. Ugh. There were people that picked them to win the Super Bowl. And they, they might be worse than the Giants, Johnny K. An absolute dumpster fire they are the Atlanta They'll Falcons. Figure it out. They'll I figure take, it out. I take no joy in saying that. No, they're not going to figure anything out. Mm-mm. Dumpster fire. Deshaun, by the way, uh, a fantasy football note, Johnny K, Longoria, mm-hmm. big Texans fan. Mm-hmm. He's got Will Fuller on both his teams. I benched him. On the bench, Johnny <laughs> Kilbasa. In our league, I didn't need him, but in Jay's league, I needed him, and yeah. I could have used him. Yeah, then. you could have used him. All right. All right, uh, let's do a little fast food review with Johnny K while we got him. And now, on the Mark Aram Show, it's time for the fast food review. Yeah, yeah. Joining us live in the greasy, salty hotline from Parts Unknown High. Unknown weight. Ooh, uh, we do not want to know. Johnny Kilbasa in the ever so popular fast food review. How you doing, Jonathan? I'm doing great, Mark. Aram. I'm wrapped in bacon. I'm here for the taking. I'm covered with cheese, and I aim to please at all 30 locations around the greater Atlanta area. <laughs> What's on the menu tonight, buddy? Let's. The weather's finally cooling down a little bit. Let's go to the drive-through, Mark. Let's go to Sonic Drive-through and enjoy one of their new burgers, a garlic. Butter, bacon, burger. Four of my favorite words on earth, if you tell to tell you the truth. And anytime a fast food joint decides to put butter in the title of a burger, I'm all in. When you throw in garlic and bacon and some tots on the side too, hey, why not? You know what? I, I know that Sonic is behind this burger because I saw an ad for it on Instagram. Like I know about this because Sonic is spending money to promote this burger. The garlic butter burger. Longoria, you're a burger guy. I am. What do you think about that garlic butter? I was craving Sonic this weekend. I'm going to have to go now. No kidding. Yeah. Interesting. Saturday night, I was like, oh, I want to go. You prego? No one's prego. Johnny, it looked, I mean, the inst- I mean, I know it's an ad on Instagram, but it looked fantastic. Um, what, how do, what do we think about this? Worth, worth the trip to yeah. Sonic? Yeah, it definitely saves me the time. I, I like to keep a stick of butter in my glove compartment sure. and a little cooling thing. <laughs> And I usually take that out and rub it on any burger that I get while I'm driving down the road. But for them to just go ahead and put the burger on top of it and butter at the same time, I like it. It's not that big of a burger. It's a small burger, but it's got a lot of taste. It's almost like a a big crystal with more ingredients on it. It's buttery. It's garlicky. they got some onions on there. you got a couple strips of bacon on there. you got some cheese and a soft little bun. They go down fast, so you're going to need two or three of them to satiate that thirst. All right, so there you go, Longoria. I, that's a new thing. I, we've had a lot of innovation in the burger world, but I've, that's the first time I can remember anyone putting a, a, a certain specific type of butter yeah. on a burger. So the garlic butter burger at bacon your lo- burger. bacon burger at your local Sonic. I like it. I like it, Johnny K. I mean, it looked so good on the Instagram ad. I was like, damn, that is a fine-looking burger. That's a fine-looking <laughs> piece of meat, Johnny K. Johnny, we appreciate you as always, and... Left the road. Hi, baby. Follow me on Twitter and Instagram and listen to the Sausage Hunt Podcast on any pod app or johnnykielbasa.com. All things Kielbasa on johnnykielbasa.com. Appreciate you, bruh. Go Browns, bruh. <la
there you go. I need Nick Chubb to score like 14 touchdowns tonight in one league. Uh, John is in Duluth. Duluth. Duluth is on fire. John, welcome to Movie Monday, buddy. Hey, thanks, Mark. Uh, this has been a really great walk down memory lane. I'm really enjoying it. Well, thank you, buddy. Yeah. Um, I think one of the most evil people I've seen on the screen is Hannibal Lecter. That's why I got a lot of replies on that on Twitter. Classic. Okay. But, but again, it's so weird. I think these movies that are, are we're talking about are so great because the villains... We we still root for him. Like we were rooting for Hannibal Lecter, right? I mean, he, he was a beloved, oh, yeah, 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 horrible dude, but lovable in some sort of weird, freaky yeah, way. Yeah, but he's he's just so cold and deliberate. He knows what he's doing, and he gets in your head, and it just gives me the willies. I guarantee. What what, what year did that come out? Nineteen eighty nine. I think it was like something 90. like 90. that. I bet the year after there was not a single girl in America named Clarice. Like no one, no one in the nation is like, oh well, let's name our daughter Clarice, right? Like that, Clarice. Like that ended that name right there. I don't know if it was a really popular name before then, but Hannibal Lecter ended people naming their kids Clarice. Well, and I've been in restaurants and I've seen fava beans on the menu. Oh yeah. And I do a double take. The, the, the fava bean uh, industry was really happy about that. Like, they put that put them on the map. <laughs> they did. I don't know if they're getting any uh, tariff subsidies. We'll check in with Charles Thomas from the Revenant in just a second. I don't know if the fava bean industry is getting any uh, tariff subsidies from the government. Chuck's in Cleveland. Speaking of Cleveland, Chuck, welcome to the show. Hey, how you doing? Well, that was my person was, was Dr. Lecter, but his best line was, when he escaped from prison and called Clarice, she asked what he was doing. He said, I'm having an old friend for dinner. For dinner, exactly. <laughs> I love the respect you paid him. Dr. Lecter. Yeah. <laughs> that was very yeah. nice, Chuck. Very, Dr. Lecter. Seth's in Marietta on a movie Monday. What's cooking, Seth? Oh, just doing a Costco run, man. Nice. What are, you, what, what are you going there? What's the one thing you definitely got to get at Costco right now? Well, uh, I got to pick up some pictures for my wife. Mm. That was not you the know, answer I was expecting. All Toilet right. Yeah, exactly. Or, Toilet you know, paper was I was going for. All right. Best movie villain of all time. What do you have? Uh, the Assassin from No Country for Old Men. I don't even think I say a name in that movie. No, they did. We, we had one caller say earlier. But again, that's a. Yeah. They, he was scary with that air. Thing gun that Chuck right. used to kill cows with back on the farm. Yeah, and he's another one that you rooted for. You wanted him to get that guy. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I kind of liked the guy with the the what was his name? The guy from Goonies, the older brother in Goonies. I kind of liked him, and I liked his wife, who's British by the way. Oh, really? Put on that Southern Texas accent. Hmm. Yeah, she was. Uh, she was from uh, Boardwalk Empire. She was Nucky Thompson's wife in Boardwalk, uh, Boardwalk Empire. Dave's up next in the show. Hey, Dave. My favorite villain is the Wicked Witch of the West. From the uh, classic Wizard of Oz. That's right. Tough that to was, beat that. made an impression on, on me at a very young age, and I don't think there's been a more hated woman in the world than that. Outside of politics, I think you're right. That's a great call. <laughs> that is a great... Yeah, I forgot. Like, she's the original ultimate villain. Wicked Witch of the West with the green and the nose and the mole and she all that. She doesn't do much. She flies around. Anton Shagura was the name of uh, the villain in uh, No Country from Old Men, by the way. Al Pacino, Devil's Advocate, says Andrew on Twitter. I'm down with that. We'll finish up Movie Monday when we come back on Twitter and Instagram at Mark Aram. This is the Mark Aram Show. Mark Aram on 95.5 WSB, Atlantis News and Talk. Final segment of Movie Monday. Got to be real quick here. Best movie villain of all time. And then we got to go. Bill, what do you have? Best movie villain. 
Best movie villain is, uh, she mentioned Robin Mitchum earlier, Robert Mitchum and the original Kate Fear. Ooh, good. Well, two Mitchum references on Movie Monday. I'm impressed. Williams in Dallas. William, worst or best movie villain of all time? What do you have? One of my favorite actors, Michael Keaton and Pacific Heights. I never saw that. I love Michael Keaton, though. Jesse's in Emerson. Jeff, uh, Jesse, best movie villain of all time. What do you have? Hey, Mark, love the show. Thank uh, you, brother. Best movie villain of all time has got to be Darth Vader. Oh, man, that's a great call. Darth Vader. Never rooted for Darth until the end. PJ, worst or uh, best movie villain of all time, what do you have? Well, you know, I have to tell you, I really like Chief, but Nurse Ratchet, she gave me a frontal lobotomy. There you go. Rob's in Norcross. Rob, best movie villain of all time. It was with uh, two short films that I just saw. The first one was called Gorilla. The next one is called The Go Play. Excellent. Ending movie money with two movies no one's ever seen. Let's do star of the show. <laughs> I gotta think about it. I'll post my answer on Twitter later. I gotta think about that. Uh, we're gonna give it to Millennial Psy. Dude crushed it today in Millennial Match Game. Good job, Psy. Yeah, he did. Uh, I should have given it to Longoria for having yeah. to stay an extra hour, but... That's right. That's why you're the stoic one. Doug Turnbull live in studio talking about the Braves' loss today to the St. Louis Cards. Big show tomorrow night from 6 to 8 p.m. We'll continue the conversation on Twitter and Instagram at Mark Aram. In the meantime, go to sleep, little baby. Go to sleep, you little baby. Guests of the Mark Aram Show stay at the all-sweet Omni Hotel, located in the heart of Chicago's magnificent... Thanks for listening to the Mark Aram Show podcast. Thanks for Xfinity for sponsoring said podcast. A couple of things in life I don't skimp on. Toilet paper, razor blades, seafood. I want the best of the best when it comes to all three. And internet. That's why I use Xfinity internet. And it's the amazing 10G network. The 10G network from Xfinity. The future starts now. Smarter, more consistent, and a secure network. And it only gets better. Jump on board the Xfinity 10G network online. Just go to Xfinity.com.